0: Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're starting a new series this week. It's all about the love of God. And you ended yesterday's programme, Colin, by really teasing forward to today's programme. You said that the agape love of God for us is not based on emotions or feeling so, that begs the question, what is it based on? I said also that in the Gospels, Jesus did not go around saying, I love you, God loves you. That wasn't the approach. Neither was it the approach in the apostolic church of trying to communicate the Gospel. And that's because they didn't want to give people the impression that the love of God is an emotional love. Now, let me just quote you some scriptures, some of which are very well known. Jesus said to the disciples at the Last Supper, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. He didn't say, as the Father loves me, so I love you in the present tense. He puts it in the historic tense. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Past tense. Perhaps the best known verse of scripture is John three sixteen. God so loved the world, not God so loves the world in the present tense, but again it's in the past tense. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Uh, if we think of the brief summary that Paul gave of his testimony when he was writing to the church in Galatia, in Galatians 2.20, he says, um, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Again, it's historic tense. He doesn't say, the life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loves me. He doesn't say that. He said, Who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, why in all these references, and of course we could have a lot of similar references, why are they all in the past tense? And that is because God's agape love is expressed not in emotion, but in action. God so loved the world that he gave. It's a love that gives. And when Jesus came, He said, I have not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. The agape love of God is expressed in giving, in serving, in blessing, in doing, not in emotion. It's got absolutely nothing to do with emotion. And this is because it's not a soulish love. It's a spiritual love. It's love of the spirit. God is spirit and therefore he communicates with us spiritually. So when a person uh, becomes a Christian, he is born again of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God comes to live in his human spirit and brings him alive spiritually. Now, that has got nothing to do with the emotions and the feelings of his soul. Something is happening to him emotionally. Now, it is possible for us to feel and experience the love of God. I'll come on to that later. Let's just really get hold of this truth that the agape love of God has got nothing to do with emotion. It is something that we receive in the spirit. It It is the outworking of what God has already done for us. So God expressed his love for mankind in sending his son. And while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He expressed his love for us in what he did on earth, in preaching the gospel, healing the sick, and raising the dead, and so on. But supremely, he expressed his love in giving his life for us. Now, that's not an emotion. He didn't do it out of emotion. It was, if you like, a, a, a coolly assessed decision that he, had to, that he had to come to, to offer his life in sacrifice to the Father on our behalf so that through his perfect sacrifice, all our sins could be forgiven and it would be possible for us to be restored to a relationship with God. So, God expressed his love in giving the Son, sending the Son to the earth. Jesus expressed his love supremely in giving his life for us. So, These actions are what is in the past. Now, what I'm preaching is a very, very liberating message because there are so many Christians, so many people around that are trying to feel the love of God. When they pray, they try to feel His presence, they try to feel His love, and they think that if they don't feel His love, there's something wrong with them, that perhaps God isn't pleased with them, that perhaps uh, he he is trying to punish them in some way by not allowing them to have feelings of his love. And they fail to understand that the agape love of God has got nothing to do with feelings. It is expressed in what he has done. Therefore, the only way for us to relate to this agape love of God is by faith, believing what he's done for us. So, When we become Christians, we can be absolutely sure that God's love for every one of us is perfect, that God loves the people listening to me now, and he loves you, Julia, as in equal portion to how he loves me or any other of his children. He he, he has no favorites. He has loved every one of us in precisely the same way because he's done precisely the same action towards all of us he has given us his son and his son has given his life for us but you know colin you hear people saying well god couldn't possibly love me because i've done xyz and they're ashamed of what they've done and they therefore say well there's no hope for me what are you saying to them well i'm saying look at what the bible says that god loves every person upon earth he loves he loved Uh, even those of us that are born again. He loved us before we were born again. He loved us while we were sinners. Christ died for us while we were still sinners. So God was reaching out to us, not with emotion, not with feeling, but with the truth of the gospel, with the reality of the cross, with what he has already done for us. And he's saying, now, I want you to put your faith in what I have done. Once people have done that, then they realize that God's love for them is always constant. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His love never changes according to mood. God isn't sitting on his throne having different moods towards us on different days. And I can honestly say that since I came to know the Lord as a boy, I have never, ever, ever for a moment, not even for a second, questioned God's love for me. Because somehow, even though I was only about eight or nine when I came to know the Lord, somehow, even at that age, God gave me the understanding that his love wasn't based upon emotion, that his love was based upon what he had done for me on the cross. You do hear people saying that they get quite overwhelmed when they appreciate God's love for them in the way that you've just described. Have you felt that? Oh, yes, many, many times. And let me tell you that I have sometimes felt God's love for me. And I sometimes when I'm praying and worshiping the Lord, I feel love for him. Now, is that contradicting what I've said? No, not at all. It's because that agape love of God which we have in our spirits overflows into our souls. And so we can sometimes feel that love. But what I am saying is this, and this is very, very important. Our understanding of God's love for us is not dependent upon those feelings. It doesn't matter whether I feel God's love or not. He still loves me in just the same way when I feel his love or when I don't feel his love. His love for me is always consistent because it's based upon what he has done for me, not upon the way he feels about me today. And so, if I feel love for him, that's fine, but I don't take too much notice of that because my feelings of love for him uh, are just emotion. And at that moment, I may feel that emotional love for God, but the, the bottom line is this Am I going to obey him? Because Jesus said, If you love me, you will obey my commandments. So God assesses our love for him, not actually on what we say or the way we feel about him, but upon how obedient we are to his word and to his commands. You see, I might feel full of love for God when I'm worshiping him and say, oh, Lord, I love you, and I'm being very sincere. But actually, God's answer to that is, well, I hear what you're saying, and I can... Detect those feelings of love you have for me now, Colin, but understand that what matters is what happens after your prayer time. Are you going to obey me today? Because if you really do love me, you won't be content just with those feelings that you think you have when you worship me, but you will live the rest of the day in obedience to my will. Now that's love for God, and that's the kind of love we are to have in response to his love, because his love for me is not dependent upon what I do or what I don't do, it's dependent upon what Jesus has already done for me. And as I was explaining yesterday, that's why when the New Testament speaks about the love of God, it nearly always uses the historic tense, God so loved the world. Jesus says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. And when Paul gives his testimony, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And this is a wonderful, liberating message because, you see, all of us can understand God's love for me is always the same. It is, it is always perfect. It, he has expressed that love for me in actually sending his son to die for me. So I can never question God's love. He has has already expressed his love for me in the ultimate way by sending his son to die for me. And also, as a Christian, there are many other ways in which I know that God loves me, and we'll look at those ways tomorrow.